You're live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. Lots of fun today on the Get Connected show. We'll be going open line later on, taking your calls and questions. Also, uh, we'll be uh, looking at the app of the week, of course, as well. Uh, Andy, big thing this week is a uh, <laughs> big thing. All sorts of other crazy things happening around the world, and people are concerned about Facebook Messenger. (laughs) (laughs) One of the most talked about things online right now. So Facebook, uh, one of the biggest social networking sites in the world, over a billion active users. Uh, Obviously, you can go up there and find out what your friends are eating for lunch and pictures of their kids and their vacations and everything. Uh, There was also a component of Facebook, uh, the Messenger part, uh, essentially, where it's kind of like an inbox. You could send and receive messages. Now Facebook is basically telling everyone um, you you have to download a whole separate app now. Yes. Facebook Messenger app to get those messages. Yes. If you message your friends on Facebook, you're now going to get notifications that you have to download a different app, either if you're on an Android device or iOS. And it's got a lot of people mad because they're being forced. They don't have a choice here. They actually have to use it if you want to use the Messenger. And so a lot of people don't want to do that and a lot of people are concerned because there's a big thing going on online talking about Facebook is trying to use your video camera Facebook is listening into what you're doing and they're tracking you everywhere and it's a lot of it's kind of overblown (laughs) yeah very much overblown because what it is is the permissions when you download any app whether it's on Google or iOS you have to have these you have to allow certain permissions to like let me uh, let the app show my location or follow my location and stuff or let it use your video camera or let it use the microphone for example one of the terms says facebook can automatically download stuff to your phone so people are freaking out going what is this i don't want this but it's just to update the app in in reality that's what it was so if you if you like to message with facebook you're gonna have to use this app i was actually using it this morning just you know try it out and stuff and it's okay it's just another app not only that they created another app on that called mentions i don't know if you heard about this oh no this is for celebrities am i getting too old i (laughs) keep up with all these messenger apps it's hard so now they have three apps and they have a messenger app and basically this one they're trying to attract celebrities sports stars musicians and what they want is create conversations with them so these celebrities will have these verified accounts like you see on twitter yeah except Oh, now they, oh, they want to interact with fans yeah. through this app. And basically, they're trying like, to bring in those celebrities. Like they could on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> so they're taking on Twitter. Yeah. Because uh, tw- yeah, that's going to work. Well, celebrities, most celebrities use Twitter because it's instant and yes. they can interact so with fans. So why do they need to do another thing now? Well, Facebook wants, wants a well, piece of, of course, that pie. Yeah, I want a piece of that pie as well. Mike Messenger. <laughs> come on, celebrities. <laughs> that doesn't mean that they're going to come running. Well, you know what Facebook's doing is they're actually setting up educational workshops for celebrities on how to use Facebook in this digital age. So they're having like social media teams going to New York, L.A. Meeting with Lindsay Lohan. Exactly. Lindsay yeah. Lohan and uh, all the other big celebrities Brad of the Pitt. world. Yes. Yes. And they're getting Facebook lessons on how to interact with fans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding you. So now Facebook went from one app to three apps yeah. all in like a week. So... Again, uh, you know, if you are on Facebook, you've probably got all these posts from friends saying, you know, beware, Facebook is trying to take over your life or listen in on your conversations or record your conversations. Uh, and, you know, that all actually comes from a, uh, a Huffington Post uh, blog article uh, from back in December. That's right. And kind of raising alarm. But you're essentially saying uh, it might be overblown. I, I do think it's overblown. And 
the whole reason Facebook is doing this is money. They they want to no, make money. No. We're talking about a publicly traded company with that went public two years ago and one of the highest valued companies in the world. Yeah. And so now they have to go and appease their investors. So each quarter, Mark Zuckerberg is going to have to have these calls talking to its investors, trying to show how he's making money from the 1.3 billion Facebook uh, fans out there. And so by creating these little silos, he can find different ways to target ads to them. So celebrities, for example, if you're into certain kind of celebrities, certain brands are going to want to target those types of people. And yeah. that's exactly what they're doing. It's all about money. And if there's anybody that can do it and force it on people, it's Facebook. Well, it's interesting because I've had a lot of people actually message me <laughs> and email me uh, asking what other app can they use to actually message people now because they just think Facebook is uh, gone evil and trying to get all their personal information. You could use WhatsApp, but oh. Facebook owns that too. <laughs> they bought it for $19 billion back in February. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Like all of these apps and these email programs, they are all trolling through your conversations and, and data. Uh, this just essentially the world I think that we live in now. Like even Gmail, for example, um, they actually go through your stuff. That's right. Right? How do you think all those ads on the side there suddenly are very targeted to your interests? What a coincidence. Wow. How do they know I want to see the new Turtles movie? Exactly. <laughs> But, you know, that's what they do. That's how they make money. You know, these things are free for the most part. They have to make money somehow. So they're going through the stuff, finding trends and using that data to serve up ads. Well, that's exactly it. Everybody thinks that these uh, services are free, but you really have to give away your privacy and your information to get it. And then, of course, this is all about ads now. It's all about targeting people. A lot of companies, you know, used to spend billions of dollars on the Super Bowl. Not billions, but millions of dollars on the Super Bowl. Yeah. Now, and that was just for the eyeballs. They yep. just wanted eyeballs. Now the eyeballs come from your smartphone with these different types of apps. And that's really where the industry is moving towards. So you have downloaded Facebook Messenger. Yeah, I had no choice. I was trying to message somebody and it forced me on I know. I've, I've actually got a couple messages that have come up on my Facebook on my iPhone here. And they won't let me see it anymore because they're forcing me to download the Messenger app. That's exactly what happened to me I this morning. I wonder how long I can hold up. Uh, probably within an hour, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> I guess just to be clear as well, this is uh, for uh, phone users. Uh, from what I understand, you can still access those messages if you're, if you're looking at Facebook on a, a PC or a Mac. And a tablet as well. So oh, really? it's only the smartphone that, okay. that you have to have this separate Messenger. And part of it could be the real estate that's involved with like, a five-inch screen as opposed to having like a 10-inch tablet. So that's, uh, whether you like it or not, you got to download Facebook Messenger. And just quickly here as well, uh, this was uh, kind of interesting. Google um, is using its search results as a tool to ensure a secure internet. That's a story from The Guardian. Yes. And so basically what this is, is if you go to your bank site, you'll notice that on the top you have this little lock sign and it says HTTPS. And that means it's a secure site. What Google is trying to do now is take those secure sites and give them preferential treatment when you do searches. So if you have an unsecured website, you're not going to come up in the searches on Google as much as you would have before. And they're really trying to, it's really trying to um, make it more secure, the internet, because a lot of these sites take our personal information, but they're not secure. So somebody can come inside and start listening and find that information. So when you have that S on the end of HTTPS, I know we're geeking out here right now, but it's that little thing up in the address bar. Yes. Uh, essentially, that's telling you and your computer and your web browser that uh, that site you're on is uh, a certified secure site. So it's 
less likely that your information can be stolen. Now, the argument for the people that never did that for normal websites was that the tools made the website slower and it wasn't responsive, as responsive. But that's you can't not, use that argument anymore. That's not the case. Not anymore. No. It, they have these fast, highly encrypted tools to allow you to have a secure website in this, in this day and age. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking about the GROW conference coming up here in Western Canada. This is something uh, you'll want to uh, hear more about if you're looking to uh, raise money for your own startup idea. Lots of uh, startups and investors coming to Whistler, B.C. Uh, in the next few weeks, uh, and you'll want to get more info on that. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. In a little while, we'll be going open line, taking your tech calls and questions, so you'll want to stay tuned for that. We're talking now about the GROW Conference coming up in Whistler, British Columbia. In studio right now, we've uh, got one of our... Uh, Hosts of the Get Connected television show, Lindsay Smith. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me today. So the GROW conference has been going on for a few years. Uh, I guess last year it was in Vancouver, but this year they've moved it up to Whistler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they basically, I mean, the GROW conference is an opportunity for the tech startups um, across North America, essentially, to meet in, in one place with venture capitalists. So we're kind of talking about what's the latest going on in tech and everything like that. And what I think is really interesting um, is the fact that they've actually chosen to make it more of a three-day retreat now up in Whistler. So it, this isn't just about talking about tech. This is about planning the future of where tech is going to take us, um, which is really exciting. And Andy and I are, are headed down there this year. And I think that it's uh, I, some of the tech products, Andy, that are coming out are, are pretty insane, eh? What I really love about the Grow Conference, and I've gone for the last three to four years, is that you have in the entire Silicon Valley, that Bay Area, all comes up into Vancouver, and they just love coming up here because it's such a beautiful city. But then you also have these startups in Vancouver as well, these tech startups. And then you have venture capitalists, guys with money who want to invest in these companies. And you put them all in one room, and amazing things happen, amazing conversations happen. And uh, I had an opportunity where I was talking to a startup, and I'm like, that's a great idea. I was just talking to this venture capitalist. You should go meet him. And so I made these introductions. And I think it's good for the Vancouver tech scene to have a conference like Grow. This year, it's going to move to Whistler, as you guys mentioned. And that is more of a retreat because there's going to be, in the mornings, you can do these like bikes, hikes, and, and stuff like that. And then in the daytime, you go to the conference. And at night, there's a social aspect as well. So the whole time, day and night, you're pretty much mingling with the you know, the big influencers from Silicon Valley. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what's what's really interesting about it is the fact that there's, there's we're breeding, we're creating an environment for innovation. A lot of people don't realize how um, great of a reputation Vancouver has for, for innovation and startup. Um, like, it, we're pretty much known as the Silicon Valley of, of the north of Silicon Valley. Or Silicon Valley of the North, is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's, that's our nickname. So um, a lot of the things like Hootsuite is a, is a great example of a company that started here that has global presence. And we have more and more of those starting here because of the lifestyle that we can offer. Um, and, and Grow, is, I think, has been a big player in, in fostering um, that type of culture and community here. So it's coming up in in August. It's August twentieth to twenty second. So um, that's just around the corner, Andy. 
Yeah, and some of, there's some big themes going on this year for Grow 3D printing. That's one of the biggest uh, tech trends that have really taken off the last couple of years. So we'll see a lot of that there? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. And we're, before, there was only like one 3D printer, and it yeah. was from MakerBot. Now you're seeing all these different kinds. And we have, mm-hmm. Lindsay, we have a friend of ours, John Beeler, who's like one of the preeminent 3D printers in Vancouver. This guy makes his own iPhone cases. Mm-hmm. Or his doorknob breaks. He goes, oh, I'm just going to go print a new one. <laughs> he made a cool. lens cap for his camera because he's like, I can't find one. So I'm going to just 3D print a lens cap. And so he makes amazing things. They're thinking about 3D printing entire houses now. Like this thing, once it scales up, it's it has amazing possibility. Yeah, and a lot of people don't realize that there's technologies out there right now that can actually scan. Like you'll put an object in front of the scanner, it'll read all the data points. It'll essentially create like a digital map like of that 3D, object. It's like a 3D object. Yeah, it yeah. creates a, it's a creates the 3D object, and then essentially you can then. T- take that data, put it into a software program, manipulate the points. So um, I don't know if you remember that last year, Andy, but when we were down at the CES show, they had one of those scanners. Someone put a little like munchkin doll in in the scanner, like a little figurine, and then you moved it over, digitized it, and then you were able to give it a bigger hat or give it a bigger nose or or augment different pieces of it then you put that program back into a 3d printer and you're you're spitting out um a whole new object or something that's slightly altered whatever you want to do with it so i think that that's really neat because it showcases that i mean if you think about the old way of building things and it's kind of scary but it is like the old way of building things is creating molds or things like that but now digital is 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 making that so much faster a lot of people are saying that 3D printing is the next like industrial revolution because mm-hmm. it empowers everybody to create. You can imagine having a young child who's really into computers and likes to build things. You give them a 3D printer, they're going to make some interesting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine how expensive this is going to be. Now, Right now, I'm worried about ink, how much stuff my kids are printing. Now, I have to worry about how many things are. Yeah, exactly. Printing. Oh, yeah. And, and we have to keep in mind, too, that 3D printing, I mean, as much as it's, it's a promise for the future – they're the machines are if you don't have a, a great program um like 3d map the products that take they take forever to print a lot of them and i mean i was trying to print my own iphone cases and accessories and things like that some of them took eight hours to print and by the time it got out the plastic was all warped and i mean the technology is getting there and it's getting there faster but there's still a long way for us to go so those are the kind of things we're going to see down at this grow conference uh are we looking at software innovations as well, apps and stuff like that? Well, it's mostly like wearable tech. That's yeah. one of the biggest things. The connected home, smart devices where everything is connected. That's where the industry is going right now. And um, I know when we were talking about this, you're going to have all these different connected devices. They are always going to be listening, so they have to be on. And just think about the energy that you would have to use to keep all these connected devices. Those are the kind of conversations people aren't talking about right now. And it's it's something that we do need to talk about. If you have 20 30 devices that are always on in your house, just the standby power alone is going to cost a lot of money just to keep it on for the whole entire year. Yeah, and I think, Mike, you definitely touched on the fact that there's there's apps now in everything that we do. Like anything within your home is going to have an app connected to it, whether it's for, you know, your iPhone or your Android or, or even... Is research in motion going to make a comeback? But anyway, <laughs> that's a whole different topic. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's always going to be some sort of integration. I mean, Andy, we were talking about this the other day. We were testing out that breathalyzer that has that has an app, so you yeah. could, you know, like that was that was crazy. But that's that's just where we're going in general. So I I anticipate Are you that guys whether drinking on set again, uh, doing research. I right? blew a zero. I was good. I was good. <laughs> so basically, what we're talking about there is a product from a company called Backtrack. Yeah. It's a portable breathalyzer. 
that works with your smartphone. Yeah. And what you do is you – and it powers by Bluetooth and or communicates to your phone by Bluetooth. Yeah. And you can take a breathalyzer. That data then goes inside the app and tells you what your blood alcohol content is, yeah. creates a drinking diary, believe it or not. Yeah. And you can share that data with all your friends. Well, Which- then Facebook takes it and – I found that really scary. I'm like, I don't know why we'd want to be sharing that type of information. Some people do. I feel like that could go horribly wrong in the hands of some people. I I don't want to see a drinking diary for me because that would be uh, alarming, I think. (laughs) Oh, Andy, it would be zero every day. (laughs) Yes. So the girl conference, when is it? August 20th to 22nd. Okay. And obviously, um, it's a three-day retreat. There's obviously a cost involved. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty pricey for the people that are going to go. They've, they've got a lean pass, which I think will get you in for a day. It starts around $200. But if you're going for like the full event, which is yeah. the three days long, uh, I think it's around $800. So um, it's definitely an investment. But for anybody who's like really interested in kind of being involved in that innovative community, it's, it, it's a good place to be. It's kind of the who's who. I mean, Google is there. Um, a lot of the lean startups, Reebok will be there. Um, big brand and small. We're going to open up the phone lines now. It's open line time here on Get Connected. We'll be your on-air tech support. Or if you need buying advice for back to school, we can help you out with that. 604-280-9898 is the number. If you're phoning long distance, we've got a toll-free number as well. Get ready to write this down. It's 1-877-399-9898. And again, 604-280-9898. Andy, any contests this week? Yeah, this, this week we're going to be giving away the play bulb. This is an sorry, LED sorry, light what? bulb. It's called the play bulb. Okay. It's an LED light bulb, but that's also a speaker built into the light bulb. <laughs> so what could go wrong? <laughs> nothing, nothing. This is cool. Actually, we have another one that I'm, I took it home this weekend, so I'm going to do some more research. Um, but it's, it's a light bulb that you would just put in, a normal light picture. It's powered by and communicates to your phone through Bluetooth. Have you tried this? I haven't tried it yet. No, okay. I'm going to bring it home uh, today. I'm going to basically okay. give, it a, give it a shot and see how it works. But it's half light bulb, half speaker at the same time. So go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com to enter. When we come back, your call is 604-280-9898 here on Get Connected. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Brar. We've gone open line here now, 604-280-9898. If you're phoning long distance, 1-877-399-9898. Love to hear from you. We've uh, got Ryan on the line. Hey, Ryan. Hi, guys. Uh, yeah, question here about uh, data. I live uh, in a rural location, got a uh, WiMAX connection uh, with ExploreNet. And uh, anyway, I just noticed, uh, recently, the data usage seemed to have spiked up a lot. Um, is there any app or any kind of program that you know of that would allow a person to check how much data is being used on each device? Yeah, so uh, you're you're um, you're looking at this through a PC or using data through a uh, PC? Well, various devices. I mean, you know, yeah. that's, uh, you know. Oodles, it seems like nowadays that use device oh, oh Wi-Fi data, right? Yeah. And who's your provider again? ExploreNet. So it's a it's a not a wired connection. It's a uh, kind of like that in a rural. Yeah. 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 So typically, um, most providers, and you'll want to check with them. Uh, they actually have um, tools where you can go in and monitor your usage. I know they have that with uh, Shaw and Telus, for example. Uh, you can actually go to a web page, log in with your password and stuff, and see uh, exactly. 
how much data that you're uh, you know uploading and uh, downloading. Any thoughts on some specific uh, apps he could use to? You know, for computers, not necessarily. There is one called Ovo. It's hard to pronounce, but it's called Onveo Count, and uh, so it's spelled O N A V O. And it pretty much allows you to configure alerts that trigger when it's detecting data hogging and, and such like that. Yeah. If you have a mobile device and you're concerned about your data, I know on Android, in the settings, they actually have a data usage. And you can cap it and you say, like, notify me after maybe one gigabyte of data yeah. to let me know so that people don't go over their data for their typical um, for their typical data plans that they get for their cellular and mobile devices. But uh, it is a difficult. I think I agree with you because a lot of the providers have caps for how much data you can use. So they're obviously going to inform the uh, their users on how much they're actually using so that they don't go over or if they're getting close to going over. They usually will give them a heads up. Yeah, plus, uh, again, I know the providers, you can go into a secure uh, web area with your password and, and username and actually see specifically how much data you're using. You know, some things to look for as far as data hogs. Uh, obviously, if you're uh, doing a lot of video, uh, you know, YouTube, uh, Netflix would be a great example. Uh, that's going to eat up uh, data. Uh, another big thing, uh, BitTorrents. If you are downloading uh, movies, songs, TV shows... Uh, that eats up a truckload of uh, data. And, you know, if you've got kids, that is something <laughs> to, to basically monitor because uh, they're probably using things like Netflix and they're probably downloading stuff as well. I can only imagine the amount of data that's going through your house. Oh, oh yeah. it's <laughs> You must be way up there. My internet bill is bigger than my TV bill. Really? Oh, yeah. Because wow. I've got like one of the top-end packages for the sheer amount of data that I'm going through. You have like, I think last time I was there, you had about 25 connected devices yes. to your network. Yes. It's just amazing. Yeah. So on, on uh, peak months, I, I can go through a terabyte of data. Wow. Because, you know, I've got me. Like, I'm crazy. I'm doing all sorts of stuff. Uh, I've got my wife, and I've got three teenage kids <laughs> that are like online gaming. They're Netflixing the heck out of that account uh and they're downloading truck truckloads of stuff as well not to mention online gaming as well yes yeah which they do uh, a lot of we're open line here on get connected 604-280-9898 if you're phoning long distance love to hear from you 1-877-399-9898 gonna jump here to uh wes in regina how you doing wes yes hi hi i have a interesting problem and okay. I, <laughs> I don't know um i can get uh your station, uh, the Vancouver station, easily enough on uh, Internet radio. Yep. Okay, now I'm using uh, acoustic research that I got from London Drugs here in Regina about four years ago or thereabouts. Works all the time on uh, GKNW, but also we have some relatives in Manitoba, and that station is intermittent. Like, it's there sometimes for several days uh, during the week. It's not there. But I also have two Apple products, and it works almost always on the Apple Huh. Not on the, uh, not on the acoustic research. It's intermittent. Can you explain how that works and why it's doing that? Yeah, that's kind of interesting. So, uh, just so I know, the acoustic research uh, thing you have there is that like an internet radio? Kind yeah, of that's thing? exactly what it is, and it's also they're both on Wi-Fi. Yeah, so it isn't a Wi-Fi problem because uh, everything's connected to the same Wi-Fi, so that isn't the problem. Yeah, uh, I've talked to my internet service provider, and they said there's no problem on my line. Yeah, uh, they can pick up uh, the Manitoba station easily on their computer, and there's no problem there. Yeah, but it's, uh, acoustic research, no, not always. No, but that's... sometimes sometimes it's fine. Yeah, that's interesting. So, um, so what's happening basically? Uh, our friend Wes here in Regina, he's got 
you know, a cool little radio that's attached to his Wi-Fi network, and he's able to pull in uh, radio stations, but through the internet. And so, what's happening typically when you're listening to radio through the internet? Uh, you're having to either go directly to the radio station. If you're on a PC or Mac, uh, you can go to their website. Uh, and, and get that station. Uh, on these connected devices, typically they're using uh, a service to help them uh, you know, organize all those stations. Uh, I know I have uh, like a Sono system in my home. I can listen to thousands of radio stations throughout the world. They're using uh, a web service called TuneIn. Yes. And I don't know what specifically Acoustic Research is using, but that might be the explanation as to why that particular device sometimes isn't getting uh, a particular radio station and your, your Apple products are because they're using different services to access those radio stations. And maybe uh, the Acoustic Research one isn't as reliable as whatever the Apple ones are using. Yeah, it could be an issue of that particular radio station is not working with that service because, like you said, TuneIn Radio, a lot of these uh, different radio stations will subscribe and, and enable it to go through there. But this one, if it's maybe a little rural type of radio station, maybe it's not compatible with that. But, of course, if you do go on a PC, you should still be able to get that through, through that route, but maybe not through your Internet radio. We're going to take some more calls here when we come back from the break. Again, the phone number is 604-280-9898. If you're phoning long distance anywhere in Canada, 1-877-399-9898. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. We're open line, taking your calls and questions. Anything tech-related, if you need help, we'll be your on-air tech support. 604-280-9898. Long distance, 1-877-399-9898. We've got Gary in Medicine Hat. Hey, Gary. Hi. Hi. I uh, have a uh, ExpressView uh, satellite uh, service, and uh, I have a PVR on it, and I've, pro- I've uh, recorded a number of uh, movies and different programming and stuff like that. Yeah. And I've filled up that hard drive, and, I, and I've transferred it all to an uh, external hard drive. Okay. So I was hoping that that external hard drive uh, would be readable off my uh, laptop or desktop. And uh, when I plug that into uh, my USB there, uh, I, I see no data. It's just empty. It's not readable. Any way I can read that data? Yeah, typically not with the uh, the PVR hard drives hooked up to, you know, like satellite cable boxes and, and uh, digital cable boxes. Uh, they don't want you to read that data. From my understanding, I think it has DRM, which is digital rights management, because if you could PVR, what they're concerned about is people PVRing certain types of shows and then trying to digitize that and put it up online. So they have these things in place inherently inside the PVR machine itself that it can put the content onto a hard drive for use with the PVR. But as soon as you try to use that outside, you're going you're gonna to be out of luck because it's not going to be the standard video files that we're used to, like AVI or, or MPEG. Yeah. I know in Windows you can go in, uh, I think it's called computer management. Just type that into the search uh, thing at the start menu there. Uh, it's a little program that will actually show you all the hard drives that are available on your system, internal and external. Um, you know, you can have the external hard drive show up there. Uh, but again, I don't think even if you could see the files on there that you would be able to actually use them in any way because typically all that content being uh, recorded uh, onto these uh, drives is encrypted. Then again, there's probably some programmer out there who just was frustrated with this and figured a way to circumvent that. But you never know. I've never actually we, looked around. We yeah. But um, yeah, typically what you see, and that's just part of the the deal of making PVRs. Obviously, the broadcasters don't want 
these this content going up online. So yeah. they have these protection for, mechanisms. For the piracy. Exactly. 604-280-9898. 1-877-399-9898 is the toll-free number. We've uh, got Dale. Hey, Dale, how's it going? Good. I'm uh, listening to you on the course radio up up uh, two hours northeast of Fort McMurray in an oil camp. Oh, cool. And it's working well? And it's working well, except now when I go to uh, mostly listen to Chad on uh, 3G, it says resource not available, but I'm picking you up fine on Wi-Fi. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah and I don't have any idea why that might happen. Yeah, just... Because our voices take a lot of data. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, what's happening, Dale is using uh, the Chorus Radio app. I love that app because uh, there's a lot of places when I drive to work where I just don't get great reception for CKNW here. So I just have it on the app, and I can listen to the uh, the station quite clearly there. So um, you know, either it's going to be using uh, the cellular connection like 3G or, or 4G, uh, or what's even better typically is, is Wi-Fi. So if you're not getting great reception using the 3G connection, uh, typically it is a reception issue. Yeah, and another thing you might want to try if it to see to troubleshoot is to just go to the website see, like cknw.com and try to listen it live off there. And it might be that uh, you might find that it works on 3G. It might not. It's hard to say, but I, I like to test those out every time like I have issues with uh, streaming radio. 604-280-9898-1877-399-9898 if you're phoning long distance. We're open line here on Get Connected taking your tech calls and questions. We've got uh, Wayne in Chilliwack. Hey Wayne, Hi. Hi. Yeah, I have a, uh, a desktop and with uh, 8.1 on it. Yeah. And every time I try to go to the store, it comes up with a white screen. It says "timed out." Oh. Okay. And uh, we, uh, my uh, my wife and I, we have uh, uh, subscribed to that. Uh, I think it's Guy Service or something, and they've tried a couple of times to figure it out and they haven't been able to to uh figure it out and so we can't download anything to, from the from the, the store. store yeah or any updates or anything like that sounds kind of uh, strange uh, were you able to before is this a recent thing or has it always been that way uh well we haven't actually used it that much so yeah. uh actually i think it's just a new thing yeah any thoughts there, Andy? It uh, sounds kind of fishy. Um, you know, you always want to make sure you have the latest updates to your operating system. I know on Windows 8.1, uh, you can typically get that through uh, the store is one aspect. Um, if you go over and uh, move the mouse over to the right, uh, a little bar will come up. You can do a search there. Uh, type Windows Update and see if you can get into Windows Update from that aspect and see if there's any updates that uh, the operating system needs. Uh, other than that, I'm just wondering if there's some fishy malware or virus thing happening, Andy? Very true. The way that Windows is working right now, they, they have made a lot of updates ever since Windows 8 came out. So if you do buy a new computer and when you're doing the initial startup, what you're going to find is it's going to want to do the updates automatically and get it up to par for Windows 8.1, which is actually really nice, to tell you the truth, because you still have that desktop kind of interface that people are, are used to on Windows 7. Um, but this is a little bit of a tricky situation. You want to make sure that your Wi-Fi and that connection is is working, that your router and you have a standard Wi-Fi connection. That's a connection. great point. Just make sure that you do have an Internet connection to begin with. Yes. Yeah. And um, because if you don't, obviously it's not going to be able to make those updates. So I would check on that. Maybe even reset your router. Uh, unplug it. Plug it back in. Wait well, wait about 10 seconds if you unplug it and see if that helps you out as well. 
Uh, and if all of that fails, um, you know, I always recommend a Fix Me stick. Uh, you can get those at London Drugs, a uh, little USB stick that you stick in your computer, uh, and it'll actually scan the entire system and hard drives uh, and everything uh, for any nefarious uh, viruses or, or uh, spyware, that type of thing. I love Fix Me Stick as well because a lot of times you don't know if you have a virus. It could be running in the background, and Fix Me Sticks will find it because it boots up before Windows does, and then it can find it, updates the latest antiviruses automatically, finds the problem, and then solves it, and then Windows opens up. Another thing I learned over the past two weeks here, uh, if, especially if you're running Windows 8 or 8.1, typically when you're getting these new laptops and machines, you're not getting the disks with them. Yes. So either A, make sure that you do, uh, and this is available typically through the control panel, uh, you can actually do uh, backups of the disks or make a recovery CD or recovery USB stick. And this is super important because if anything goes wrong, you're not able to make that recovery CD or USB stick after the fact. So if you've got that handy and ready to go, if there's any issues, uh, then you're, you're good to go. And you learned that the hard way. I learned that the hard way. My son's uh, Windows 8 machine went down, had a hard drive error, and I could not fix that thing for the life of me because I didn't have a recovery CD or USB stick. So I eventually fandangled one. I, I made one from someone else's machine fixed it like within a minute. Now, if you had that all along, it I wouldn't saved. have I wouldn't have wasted hours and hours of time. But I thought you liked troubleshooting. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. When we come back from the break, one of the fun parts of the show, App of the Week with Christina. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. Get Connected. It's that time of the week again. App of the Week with Christina Stoyanova. Thanks for uh, coming down. Thanks for having me. So what, uh, what's cool this week? Um, so we have an app for Android users. It's called Focus. Um, and what it does is it lets you choose photos um, from your gallery. It's a gallery add-on for your Android device that uh, someone that has your phone can view. Um, so if you want to show a friend a picture or a few pictures, you can select those ones and hand them your phone. Uh, if they try to go past those pictures, they can't see anything else. If they try to hit the back button, it takes them to the password screen. And if they hit the home button, it gives you an alert so that you know it's time to <laughs> take your phone back. I just love how me and Mike look at each other just smiling because we're like, this is cool. The, yeah, you know, you wouldn't think that this would be an app that someone would make. But yeah, a lot of times when I, you know, I want to show someone a photo, uh, I don't want them browsing through my whole phone. Like, yeah. of course they want to, and, and inevitably you can't just show them, right? They yeah. want to grab the phone from yeah. you and, and look at it. And you know what? I got some photos on there. Maybe I don't want them to see. Yeah. You know, my, my bathing suit shots, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, little selfies that you take. My selfies, yeah. <laughs> um, so this will actually lock them into a, a certain amount of photos. Yeah. I think it's actually in their best interest if you're taking bathing suit selfies, I'm just saying. Yes. Exactly. You're protecting them, really. <laughs> yeah. No, this is kind of cool. And and how much does this cost? It's free from Google Play Store. So tell me, how, how does it work? Does it work with your gallery or it creates a, a different gallery? No, it's an add-on. So you can actually use whatever gallery you're comfortable with. And it's an add-on and it allows you to just select. And so then you just select the photos and yeah, then you can hand right. your phone over and then they can look at it. Yeah, and they can't just... They just won't be able to swipe past the ones that you selected. Okay, this is cool. I'm going to have to download this app, and it's called Focus. Focus. Yes, F-O-U-C-U-S. And why is it free? 
Because the focus company is stealing all those photos? <laughs> maybe. You never know. You think? I don't think they're stealing your photos. No, maybe they're owned by Facebook and they're <laughs> taking them all. Or they're going to get bought by Facebook really exactly. soon. Um, is this only for Android? It's just for Android for the time being. Um, I haven't been able to find a good iPhone equivalent. but Yeah, I don't think iPhone would let that ever happen. Like taking over the, the photo gallery. Of well, it. They're I don't... a little more strict than the Google store is. Exactly, yeah. 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 Hmm. And again, uh, Focus available for the uh, Android phones. So those would be smartphones and tablets uh, out there. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. The contest one more time, Andy. We're giving away a play bulb. This is an LED light bulb and a speaker built in. Works through Bluetooth. So right off your smartphone, you can have this in your light fixture and be able to get light and play music all at the same time. Go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com, and hit on the contest tab to enter and win the play bulb. It's a fantastic little thing, something I'm going to try this weekend. I'm dying to hear how this thing is going to work. You know, I was going to give it to you, but you never give things back. So (laughs) I'm going to try it out first. (laughs) I love that stuff. I want to thank everyone that helps put the show together here on a weekly basis. I want to thank Lindsay and Christina for coming in studio. Chat on the controls. And Andy Barrar, my co-host and producer, and the rest of the Get Connected team. Mike, Andy, Lindsay, Christina, logging off. We'll see you again next week.